What is up, all my lovely people out there of the Grunge Bible Podcast fandom? My name is Ethan Shalloway, joined by Chris Lona as usual for another episode of the Grunge Bible Podcast. And uh, yep, how you doing, Chris? That's what I'm hearing. It is another episode of the Grunge Bible Podcast. I'm doing. I'm doing all right. Um, we're we're recording. Uh, and November's finally here. Um, well, not finally. I don't know. There's varying degrees of anticipation about it, but it's yeah. here already. Um, yeah, yeah, already. We're here. It's good. Um, I don't really have anything to complain about. I'm not upset. Um, do you remember the era of the podcast where, like, every single week it was like, "What is Chris upset about now?" and "What does Chris want to complain about now?" Yeah, it was I, like last I, week, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've gotten away from that. I don't know. Maybe you're doing, yeah, you're, you're doing better. Yeah, you're doing better. It's, yeah, it's not I'm, as uh, I'm keeping my gratitude higher than my expectations. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We so we've been yeah. keeping the energy levels high. I'm doing well. Great. Um, it's awesome. been a good week so far. Uh, last yeah. last week was solid, so um, and I don't have any anything hanging over my head. I feel like so it's that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been really solid. So just plan on keep keep on trucking, having a good keep on having good weeks. You know, stack up the good days, stack up okay. the good weeks, yeah. and have a few good months, and that's all that matters. So yeah, I'm doing Absolutely. good, man. Great, I'm really happy to hear that. So for today's episode. We had the pleasure to sit down with Yellow Trash Can um, on, I guess it was two weeks ago when this is releasing. So, yeah, a couple couple weeks ago we were able to sit down, and uh, Yellow Trash Can is a uh, just a music production duo comprised of Jason Navarrete and otherwise known as Jit Romney, Jitney Spears, Jit on the track. Uh, these two guys are really great. Um, they are incredibly talented um they're incredibly creative both with music and with art um their their collaborations over their careers so far have been really really impressive and what i really liked about this conversation is we'll get into it um it's just really cool to hear um how people can have such diverse influences and they can come together and you can you can pay tribute to these influences in a way that doesn't sonically mimic or copy those influences and i really mm-hmm. appreciate what you know what jitta and jason are able to do together um and it was really cool uh, to kind of pick their brains and get a little bit of an understanding about it because um i could never see myself being that creative and 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 you know being impacted in such a way and creating the way that they do and they just you can tell how passionate they are um about their right. work and about their art which is always really really fun to uh you know fun to have a front row seat to yeah, they're they're one of the more creative uh, pages for me on on the gram. Like I feel like when they post stuff, it it, it all is thought out and you know it's all done in house. They make their own. They said they they play a lot of instruments themselves. They also produce and they also do like the the visual stuff. And I just think they're really creative. Like their ideas are not are, are their own, and they do cool stuff. So. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that, and I was happy, you know, that they were able to come on and talk a little bit. And the interview was great. Otherwise, I mean, we did, we did have some some damn technical difficulties. That- yeah, we're, we we've been going through it here at Grunge Bible headquarters. Um, it's been real tough, and uh, this interview, unfortunately, uh, was a microcosm of that. I was having some some hefty internet struggles, but it's okay. 
uh, you know, we we're able to have a good conversation and I'm sure we'll, uh, you know, we will continue to have these conversations with yeah. these two guys and with other people. Um, this conversation, you know, really cool. Uh, earlier this year, they released an album, Everything yep. is Trash, uh, along with McConan on that album. Uh, really, really cool. It's a great listen. I really recommend it. And, um, you know, kind of speaking of technical difficulties here and, and just different things that we have to do to keep this rolling, um, obviously a lot of a lot of what we do can be aided and uh, can be made possible through through money, through monetary contributions. Makes and, sense. Um, yeah, I mean, generally speaking, that's that's a great way to get things done in this world. And uh, Ethan, I am happy to say that we have a new top level Patreon supporter that I would like to thank. This is um, Let's hear it. this is important. Yeah, I got the notification. Got the um, notification. At long today. last, I love it. Um, you know, my my mom is a patron, right? But um, you know, she doesn't have any, any sort of name. It's just her name. And I read it every week. And, uh, this person is really trying to make a run, I think for the, um, the big matriarchal role of the, uh, the top level patrons, as we would like to welcome granny grunge to the fold at the, at the $10 level top tier supporter. So, um, very grateful for the support of granny grunge. Um, that really, uh, put a smile on my face when I saw that come across the, uh, come across the wire just a few short days ago. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to uh, get a notification, have have someone join the league, especially at the uh, the ten dollar level. So, um, if you'd like your name to be, you know, said at the beginning of each episode, please consider um, joining. Two dollars, five dollars, whatever you can. Ten dollars would be preferable, and uh, yeah, we can say your name, and and then, but not not only that, but you're going to be supporting something that you get enjoyment out of so yeah and and that's the thing and this is really just a great case study in that i mean granny grunge heard about the podcast started to listen liked what they were hearing and decided to to ante up a little bit and to show right. some support and that's really um that's really what it's all about right there and uh, as you said um you know if you do support at that ten dollar tier we do say your name every single week so in accordance with that prophecy i would now like to thank in addition to the mighty granny grunge i would like to thank eddie vetter Got me through my second divorce. That was a weird pause right there. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Eddie Vedder was a patron. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Vedder. Yeah. Eddie Vedder got me through my second divorce. Shoe the shoeless. I hate your mom. Kara Kay. Brother Nature. The Blue Owl. Kitty Cooper. Fresh Tendonitis. Seattle 4 fanboy from New Jersey. Jamie Lynn. What the fuck's up, Denny's? Our number one fan from Australia. Wayne Staley. Carlene Salona. Fuck Soup. Rachel Corning. Alex Long. Darian Riddle. Jade Mercado. Doug Endy. Captain High Top. Black Hole Sean. Laura Nyreen, Release Millie, Nikki Six, Marianne, Alexis Shannon, Sonny Mashburn, Chris LSMS, and Faith Bittner. Thank you, each and every one of you, for your continued support at the $10 level. Um, really, really making a difference because, uh, you know, we're trying to make some technical improvements to this podcast, uh, most notably mm -hmm. the microphones, because our producer uh, has, has heavily requested that we improve it. But, uh, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. If you want to make a grunge Bible, uh, a Christmas present rather to grunge Bible, um, that's a little, uh, little note to Santa Claus right there. So yeah, help make that happen. That's what we're hoping, uh, to get some stuff for the new year. I hope, I hope on the 25th, Ethan, I round the corner to my tree and I hope there's a, a nice new podcasting <laughs> microphone underneath there. Old, old St. Nick is going to come through for us. It's going to be great. Yeah, if not him, our producer Drew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and if not him, I guess the patrons. <laughs> yeah, something something's going to have to happen. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be good though. But without further ado, 
Yeah, I present to you our interview with Jason and Jitta on the track and Grunge Bible. Enjoy. We're back. Got some two lovely three faces, I guess, if you're including Chris, which we're always we always include Chris. But we got Jit and Jason from Yellow Trash Can, and uh, we're excited to have you guys. You guys are how, how we do how we yeah how we doing today, boys? We're ex- I'm excited. I think Jit's excited. He looks excited. Oh yeah, <laughs> there. So <laughs> uh, so we um. We got kind of linked up with you guys, I think maybe it was 2021, I guess. Maybe it's been maybe a little bit earlier or something like that. So we've been talking to them about a year and a half, two years. And uh, this is the first time talking face-to-face. We're pretty excited. But you guys are a duo, music duo on the West Coast, Portland and L.A. And you guys do a lot of producing, audio, and visual, which you guys, honestly, you guys are two of the... Uh, more creative guys on the internet when I when I pop on the page. So I want to first off Let's say go. that you guys you guys are good at what you do. I fucking <laughs> love I love the stuff, dude. I love your like teddy bear campaign uh, novels you've been doing. Saw two of those, you. great. The Tony Hawk, like I don't know how you got him to speak for you guys like that, but that was prime time. Um, Anthony, few, few of the reels, yeah. You guys, um, you guys have some really creative stuff. So I'm excited, and I feel like um, you guys are pretty new together. I mean, it's 2020 is the date that I saw that you guys were officially kind of working. I'm sure it was maybe a little bit before that, but do you guys want to get into like the genesis real quick and like when you guys started? Just we get no. time frame out there. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely, man. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Absolutely not. Why do you want to talk to this? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. 2020 is kind of when we started. We started working on some stuff uh, in 2019, but it wasn't like for us as a band. It was for somebody else's band, and then. Uh, I ended up just like utilizing it for ourselves later in life when things didn't go well with it. And uh, yeah, but in 2020 is when we started dropping, like our first song came out the summer of 2020. So yeah, it's barely two years since we kind of started putting out music. Yeah. Did you guys know each other before that or how did you guys, uh, yeah, did you guys we did. get connected? Uh, one of my buddies, my roommate at the time, he uh, was playing football and then uh, for I think the Colts or so, I forget what team, um, but we were out in LA traveling and then he just hit Jit up for some art stuff, and then we just linked up and took some some good uh, time and hung out and ended up smiling yeah. a lot. And then yeah. fast forward like two years later, he came up to my crib in Portland. I just got and like did a bunch of paintings for me and drawings. And then like two years after that, I threw an art show in LA. I had him come out too. And then like four months later, I threw an art show in Portland. Felt Picasso was dead. That he came out too. And then like a year after that, we started like making music a little bit. And then like, oh, this is dope nice yeah. so we did know each other it was kind of like a slow build though like you know we weren't like fully like doving into like yo what's up man you're you're my homie it was just like yeah, yeah you're my homie yo you yeah. do that shit i do that shit too let's do this shit yeah like, we're, like, together yeah. we're doing this together right now yeah yeah right now i'm gonna do this right here <laughs> like, uh, yeah let's, <laughs> let's move in together <laughs> yeah right seriously so, so you guys yeah. go ahead chris yeah so for, for both of you guys um like prior to meeting one another has you know music art producing making beats and tracks and things like that always been something that's been a part of your lives or how did you guys kind of find your passion for that 
Um, I, I, I found my passion through music via uh, hip hop, you know, just being like a black kid watching MTV, BET and seeing like, you know, how, where's this sound coming from? And then being like, okay, this comes from soul or funk. And why does it sound like this? Okay, it comes from rock and roll. Like, why does rock and roll sound like this? And just like really just reverse engineering as funny as it sounds, hip hop into finding like rock and blues and all this stuff. So it gave me like a very passionate drive of like, of, uh, I was like really ex- into that. And then I was like, oh, I might as well start making it. So, you know, just dove into going to, you know, friends' houses that, you know, are in bands, you know, you know, growing up, everybody has like three friends in like a, a Christian rock band at school or something like that. You know, <laughs> you, go to, you go to their, you go to their like basements and you know, jam with them and stuff and like all that stuff. Cause hip hop is so electronic and in the box. Where it's like I'm watching proof. I want like I was like, oh, this is cool. We don't need all this equipment. We can just play instruments and do the same thing and all that. So yeah, I fell in love well with music via hip hop for sure. Um, and, and reverse engineering it. Yeah, that's super cool. And just like that moment where you just learn all of the different influences and like everything is so much more connected, I think, than like your average person or just your casual person will would give it credit for. So it's always really cool to kind of go back and see that and you know, decide what influences you the most and what like what you click with the most absolutely yeah yeah i came up on a different style of music for sure like more like indie alternative and grunge um like i was really big into like nirvana hole uh smashing pumpkins death cap for cuties silver sun pickups uh brand new stuff like Mm -hmm. that and then i got into hip-hop probably like 2010 2012 when i actually like started listening to it and then i've been playing instruments since i was like fucking 12 years old or something so i don't know if you can cuss um like 12 years old I, hell yeah <laughs> it's like a baby a baby cry every time you you uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i'll start trying no i'm just kidding uh but yeah man i've been playing instruments for like 15 years decided to start doing music production i think in like 2016 um but didn't really take it seriously till like 2018 started a label in 2016 as well trying to management and like artists like representation and stuff and yeah that did okay and then uh yeah i decided to start my own you know music project at the end of 2020 or end of 2019 mm-hmm. begin of 2020 and release stuff with him but yeah it's been a interesting journey yeah it's cool because our sounds like where we came from musically is Very drastically different. different but it's also like a lot of like you know if you look at venn diagram we definitely have some meeting points like we both love modest mouse we both like the cure there's like a lot of stuff like within there mm-hmm. uh but yeah, it's definitely different. Like, so like Pharrell's his favorite, you know, one of his favorite producers. I literally thought Pharrell was a basketball player until 2020. So, <laughs> and then like yeah. my parents grew up on like uh, the Beatles and like Creed's Clearwater Revival and all that like fun stuff. So it's like I did get you the rock of, back there. Yeah, yeah, I got the rock back there. You know, but they had the hippie rocks like the Janis Joplin, all that stuff. But, but then even then, it's like. You know, I do yeah. know from there and like, where does that sound come from? Oh, why, why do these fools sound like this? You know, why does yeah. that sound? So, yeah, it's really interesting. And I guess it kind of, I mean, one of my questions was, you know, I mean, obviously we're the, we're the grunge Bible <laughs> and you guys like reached out to us and, and, um, originally. And so I know that there's, you know, obviously influence comes from everywhere. And I know you guys are influenced a lot from, you know, as we're getting into it, the rock and roll side of it and nineties music, but I guess, why do you think that, like, how, how do you think that type of influence or things from such 
different sectors still funnel into the stuff that you're making if that makes yeah. sense like how, how, do you, how do you how do you reach from how do you reach from all those different genres and then produce like you know visual art and you know audio that is you know electronic or hip-hop and still has like the influence from you know the fuzziness and the guitar driven stuff yeah yeah i think uh i think a lot of it just comes from like like our goal music wise is like definitely to hit like a nostalgia factor for people and like we both have different and very similar but also like different nostalgic states and all of us do right like there's all these different moments in our lives that we all like resonated really high and look back at that moment and that's like oh this is why it's my favorite song because whatever you're doing when you heard that song for the first or third time that really resonated with you in that moment is kind of what creates that nostalgia for you so i think like everybody has different moments for that but for me it's like a lot of alternative and a lot of grunge is like what i listen to on repeat like all the time and because mm -hmm. of that it's like i play a lot of guitar and like the guitar like licks are kind of like you know riffs are very like influenced by that and have this like super somber feeling i think and uh yeah. you know not trying to limit it to only that style of music though and being able to take that and then like okay start with this kind of sound and then, you know sound legit see what he does or, you know, work on it some more and just kind of, you know, we just send stuff back and forth a lot because, you know, I live in Portland, he lives in LA. So yeah, I'd say it starts on one end and goes to the other. And, but, you know, I do, I love hip hop. I love R&B. I love pop. Yeah. I love, you know, everything. So it's like, and we produce so many different styles of music for like a ton of different artists. So at this point, it's just so natural for it to just yeah. kind of come out, whatever it comes out like. But yeah, I'd say, you know, for me, at least to get that kind of sound and starting with guitar and having like those nostalgic moments that I resonated with. That's a good. This is a good answer. I think that's perfect. Nostalgia, pretty much. I mean, that's what this pay, our page is built on, and whatnot. We that's talk why about that I, I fuck with your page so much. Honestly, and reach out like, yo, this shit's like, so damn, nostalgic. Back into it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess I was, I, I was kind of thinking, you know, I was thinking about the big, kind of the big four, but think about Kurt Cobain or thinking about Billy Corgan and like the people that you mentioned, the bands like Isaac Brock and stuff. I feel like. You know, they're from maybe a, they're all from different genres, but the way that they write lyrics are really like that's the influence that yeah. I kind of would I would say that if I'm writing different stuff like yeah, it's just that the people that I listened to at that time like those guys were the are such a big influence. We love Modest Mouse as as a team as, as Chris and I like he's it's one of our favorite you know mm. groups for sure. Um, yeah, that's that's good shit. Yeah, to me, it's the way that their tones were hitting with the lyrics, where it's like we're so used to somebody belching at us, where they gave us moments where it was like super undertone and just like, listen, you're having a conversation with with, with my right. mind, like like I'm 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 just reminiscing in my head and doing my thing instead of screaming at you and telling you exactly. But then you get to that point in the song where it just builds up. So yeah, it was definitely the emotional build up with all those folks that really like draw me to that sounds. And we, I use try to use that uh, vocally, like with a lot of uh, Jason's production that he sends me. Um, uh, it gives me, uh, it puts me in that mindset where I was just like, it's like therapy, you know, like they made like therapy music oh, yeah. for themselves, but we just related to it because we're, we're watching them go through it. And then, you know, yeah. And that's such a hallmark of great songwriting. It's, you know, you're able to take something from your own individual experiences. There's just ideas that you have and you can package them in a way that everybody who listens to it has their own unique interpretation of it and they can apply it and get something out of it. Um, and I, I have to say, kind of talking about different genres and everything, 
Um, I, I, this, uh, I love the work that you guys do because it kind of brings everything together because something that I've noticed, um, and Ethan, you'd probably agree with me too, just kind of running this page that we've had for over the, over, you know, however many years it's been. Um, a lot of people can be kind of closed minded, uh, when, when it comes along. <laughs> I mean, obviously, <laughs> but when I'm just laughing because your all's page is so funny because you guys have the most closed minded motherfuckers sometimes like <laughs> that's right we're talking we're talking to you P the listeners right now we're talking to you guys and all, all of you. <laughs> are so closed minded <laughs> yeah bro read a book that's why we're bringing these guys on <laughs> now, open a, book. a different book yeah, yeah. pages don't even read go a don't different even read book yeah, but it's Dude. it's crazy because like you get these people and they're like because something is called something that's not the thing that they see themselves as being a fan of like they're just completely closed off to it. So like like the music that, that you guys put together like I feel like it's perfect because it can challenge people that haven't heard different sounds and influences together in the same space and can kind of serve as a gateway to like opening up some people's minds because like I mean there's great great art and great music it's not in one specific genre and i feel like a lot of times it's not like oh like i'm setting out to like make a good like xyz genre like it's it's like if it's good and if it comes from a good place like there's value in it but um that's why i love it because i think for me like i always try you know here and there to post different things that people might not be consider themselves to be fans of because there's so much out there but yeah it is it is kind of exhausting because people people are really fucking closed well, dude did. i would we say to the grunge community to just know that like it inspired so many other genres to, to today it didn't die it's still living and there's people like us that put some of that influence back into the music today right and it might be mixed with a different things but we got to treat it like a beautiful color palette. Like, though, it's the color. Like, every genre is a different color palette. You know, we can't just paint with one color. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this artist named Haley Thompson, she did this, like, jazzy rendition of lithium uh, cover. And it's, like, it doesn't sound like lithium, but obviously it's lithium. And it's just, like, you know, it's grungy, but jazzy. But it's, like, and that's a cover. But it's, like, yeah, the, you know, the, taking, like, music, like, grunge or, like, any type of genre. And, like, that's not really what it is or what it was is not today's like actual sound, but it's like that, yeah. influ that influence yeah. and inspiration to create something super unique. I think it's like, yeah, man, take it as a color palette, take it as like your painting, take it, you're Thank taking you. a little blend of yellow and then painting with that yellow versus like, no, this is yellow. You know what I mean? It's like, nah, dude, there's so many different types of yellow. Let's shut the fuck yeah. up. Like, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, we go through, we go through battles all the time trying to figure out what color yellow we want to paint something for a fly or something. Are we going to go yellow, yellow summarine? Yellow. We're going to go orange yellow? You know, yeah. there's so many yellows. Dude, there's so many, so many colors out there for sure. Um, yeah, and that's when you guys, when you guys first reach out, because I think you guys reached out to us. I think when we first, Absolutely. I can't remember exactly how it happened, but yeah, well, that's, we're, that's we're just like them. We're in the we're in the comments too, pissed at people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta pick up the fight, <laughs> Dude, Yeah, you it's gotta so pick up the funny. torch. That's right. Yeah, yeah but I remember. <laughs> But you guys, you know, when I, when I remember seeing your stuff and looking and be like, yeah, these guys are, you know, they are who they are and they have their influences. They're not trying to like reincarnate, you know, certain people and stuff. And that's why I was like, you know, I fuck with that. It's good because we get a lot of people that send us music and send us stuff. And it's like, you know, they're like, yeah, it's, you know, grunge is not dead. We're bringing back like, you know, the classics and it's just it just doesn't mean Chris doesn't do it for us and usually turns us off pretty good. So I bet. Um, we get a ton, a, yeah. a shit ton of a shit ton of people sending us music, and it's no, it's, it's good for, you know, I don't know, it's good for something, you know, but 
It's good because they're using that palette, most mm-hmm. likely. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool. You did, what did you do with that color yellow? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what? All right. So, break down uh, what what each of you do in the project and exactly what Yellow Trash Can is as a project and um, whatnot. Because I saw, you know, you can start with the name too and where that came from. Because I know there's a good story behind that. Um, but yeah, kind of what both of you do within and like how you guys, yeah, like what is what are your strengths? Um, I um I I I would say what they used to call it back in the '90s, the programmer. I'm the programmer. <laughs> You're the programmer. Yeah. So they, you know, you, you know, for example, um, you know, Mike from Lincoln Park, you know, programmer. Um, I sound curate. So Jason, amazing, uh, amazing musician, plays everything has a, a whole studio full of friends that play stuff and they just create all day and then they make records all day. And I like, uh, I like to like listen in and stuff. And then, you know, they'll send some stuff over and I just like curate it, like add my two cents to it. Uh, a couple of vibes, like, you know, sounds I hear and then send it back. And we pretty much just go back and forth, uh, doing that until it sounds right. So it's funny. You could say we're an internet band, even though it feels like we're just doing this in flesh for sure <laughs> it does feel like flesh. i wanted to say flesh to make this creepy for everybody who just tuned in dude you know speaking of flesh real quick isn't it crazy how much flesh we eat <laughs> i eat flesh all the time still but it's like all the time we just put this flesh then we don't use the word exactly but we just put flesh and let it rot in our stomachs and it's like yo imagine leaving chicken out for four days then it's gonna smell like shit Imagine putting that in your stomach and you're eating it and it just sits there and you have rotten flesh sitting in the center of your body. Well, and I do it, it like almost shit. every day. You know what I mean? But it's like, wow. It doesn't hurt you. <laughs> Yo, I'm with it. So much flesh. <laughs> it's crazy to think about. Um, flesh is flesh. Yeah, I play, yeah, I play it back to the music, my bad. Uh, yeah, but I play all the instruments, uh, program as well. We both sing. And Jit still plays instruments too and does his own type of stuff and yeah, we just send stuff back and forth all the time. I got a studio in Portland. We have sessions almost every day, all day. And if there's no sessions, then I just go in and, you know, just mess around until we get something good and send it over and just go back and forth. How about the visual side? Do you guys both do a lot of the visual stuff? Yeah, we both do all our visuals. We like to curate it and uh, really, I mean, it's just like you guys, you know, very much nostalgia. We we know what the, our viewers want and we know what we want to give them. So obviously, you know, Jit, you're, you're living in L.A. and everybody kind of knows what the L.A. music scene looks like. But Jason, you're in um, Portland and you guys probably, I'm assuming you kind of go back and forth and work with each other in person as much as you can. So uh, what is the music scene like in Portland, both like performing uh, like what the shows are like, but also I guess the producing and um, you know, kind of yeah, the production side of it. Totally, uh, it's cool, man. I like Portland. It's obviously rainy uh, <laughs> up here in Oregon, and then it, yeah, it's, it's unique, man. The music scene is really cool. It's such a creative hub out here. It's like <clears throat> there's just so many different types of creatives, whether painters, artists, musicians, you know, just makers. You know what I mean? Builders and makers, which is super unique. Uh, it's like a very beautiful city as far as like art everywhere. Like my building has one, two, three, like seven murals on it, like huge ones. Um, and a huge I got a sheep. Yeah, and a giant like derby box sheep that's like thirteen feet tall and uh, yeah. ten feet long. Pretty wild. They use it for like a downhill derby. But yeah, just like creatives everywhere, you know. And so like, I have a recording studio in Southeast Portland, which is like three minutes from downtown, like in, like center of downtown. 
So that's pretty rad. Uh, the music scene out here, it, it's like back and forth, you know, it's like either for a while it was very stagnant. And then 2016 uh, and 2017, it kind of started picking up a tiny bit because you had like a mean and then like wind started popping off and a couple other that shine some light. And then this like last year and a half, it's really, you know, kind of been, been moving a bit more and people have had a lot more opportunity. It seems like to actually like to expand the horizons. It seems um, you're seeing more artists in Portland that are getting more opportunity and like more light coming to it. Uh, but as far as like, I love it, man. It's cool. It's it's interesting having my own space out here where my studio's booked literally all the, all the time. Yesterday we had like 12 hours. Today's eight hours. Tomorrow's going to be probably another 10 hours and, and I'll go in on the next day and just do my own stuff. And, uh, you know, there's, there's definitely like a lot of artists out here, you know, a lot of uh, hungry artists and people trying to figure out what they need to do. It's different than LA in the sense of like, I mean, obviously it's way different than LA for a lot of reasons, but the main thing I noticed is besides like having the opportunities, there's still opportunities here, but they're like way more few and far between. And it's not as like impactful as what you'll see in LA. Um, the, like the show wise, there's, there's tons of shows, especially like underground, like rock and underground alternative stuff. There's, there's tons of shows. Um, we still have like, you know, all the bigger acts come here. We have like a huge stadium and we have also like, you know, small, like 2000, 1500 person venues. So it's pretty typical for a city. I mean, we do get skipped every once in a while. Uh, but yeah, you know, Portland's dope. I think it's uh, it's really cool, creative space. It's really a lot more clear and like level-headed as far as like me being able to work here. Um, and like when I go down to LA for two or three weeks, I know I'll stay with JIT and I feel clearer-headed up here, I feel like. And I think JIT kind of does too when he comes up here. Like it might be like not as much stuff going on, but it's like more just able to get and dial in things for me at least too i like my space a lot so it's a lot different for me to work in other spaces but i don't have all all my little gadgets and fun stuff uh, yeah kind of get i feel like when you're in when you're in the big cities la you know atlanta philly there's certain things you can get really caught up in in everything so like the smaller you know portland's you know, just a little bit smaller obviously than those cities so <laughs> Um, you can it feels it feels different. So I know what you mean. Same thing here in, in Birmingham. Like when I'm out here, it's like a smaller city. It's an older city, and it's like it's easier to not get caught up in everything. So if you have something a creative that you're trying to do, you have a little more space, which can go a long way. Um, yeah, no, the space helps for me mentally. It's good, definitely good. Yeah. Um. So. You guys released an album, 2022, um, and you guys yeah, did. Yeah, you guys everything, everything is tr- everything is trash, right? Yeah. With, I, how do you say it? I love I love making an. I, I love I love making him fun, uh, upset by saying it like that. Uh, I love McConan. <laughs> McConan, yeah. making fun of that that nigga's name right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I love McConan, man. That's one I always mess it up. That's awesome. Yeah, why don't you why don't you talk about that album real quick and talk about that relationship? Because um, sure, that's yeah, really everything. Really Maconan first. Maconan for his verse. Yeah, let's introduce everybody to Maconan. Yeah, Maconan. He's a a goofy little goober out here. He just likes to be silly and have a lot of fun. Silly also, boy. Uh, he's made some hits. He did his biggest song as the club goes up on a Tuesday with Drake. Uh, or yeah. I don't sell Molly no more. Uh, yeah, but you know he's he's a legend, man. A really incredible songwriter, incredible human being, just like beautiful person. I you know. said goober, dude. I haven't heard. Dude, that, he is. So. A, he's <laughs> such a goober, bro. But I mean, I'm a huge goober too, you know. And so we we we're perfect for each goober. other. Goober. <laughs> but yeah, we did everything as trash. Um, we did that album throughout 2021. 
uh we were gonna drop a little earlier and then we were like no let's wait make this like real and then like a week after he said that his shit gets hacked and uh somebody like emailed him at or text him at three in the morning from yellow trash can at gmail.com or yellow trash can underscore at gmail.com our emails can trash yellow at gmail.com he thought i was texting him at three in the morning and he's oh, like hey no. the person that texted him was like hey can you send me the link to all the, uh, the the records he's like yeah sure he's like i need you to log into this he's like what do you mean he's like i need you to log in your iCloud. he's like all right jason i trust you <laughs> to say that he's like in his head thinking it's like 2 3 a.m in the morning it's late he tries though he does it and uh <laughs> he gets hacked you know the next morning i get a text at 8 a.m i'm asleep um and it's just like i look at this message when i wake up and there's like 20 messages from him he's like wait that wasn't you oh no dude what the hell like the stream of consciousness gone. yeah the stream of consciousness <laughs> everything is trash <laughs> so yeah, everything is and then he's like you know what fuck this let's just release it it got leaked so within we like rushed to release two weeks later it came out um yeah. but uh which was fine but yeah we're working on uh we worked on that album in 2021 we're actually working on a new album right now called uh it's gonna be everything is fake or everything is treasure um and it's gonna be like a follow-up to that and then kind of similar vibes and then uh yeah just you know that was just interesting we did two uh three records on his last album he just dropped two called summer 22 we produced mm -hmm. uh stay away northeast and bet that um yeah but you know he lives up here too in portland so it's dope we get to see each other like almost every every like four days a week at least and yeah just get to hang out or make music or just trying to work on things that's sick that's really so you guys you guys got connected just it, through the studio uh life or or before that yeah through the studio life my buddy uh was good friends with him i think they were working on music at the time and uh doing some like weed strain stuff they were trying to work on and he introduced me to him back then and like 20 at the end of 2018 and then we started working on some like sessions and studio writing stuff for other artists and trying to like we we're trying to find another artist to produce for uh all through 2019 and then at the end of 2019 we're like you know what let's really hold these sessions down so then in the beginning of or yeah and then sorry i forget when but we started doing all these sessions we invite like eight to ten people different artists from portland and producers and like we did this for three weeks straight so we had like 40 to 50 different artists and producers and creatives coming to my studio where we were just oh like God. trying to sound curate with them and build with them and see what worked and uh you know we just ended up realizing that like we should focus on like working on an album for us instead. And yeah. then, well, well, actually that didn't happen until we didn't realize that till later. Cause we're doing all these sessions and COVID hit. And so we're like, yo, cut this. We can't be doing this. It's way too many people. You know, we got scared. Um, and then you know, like flash forward, like eight months later, we're like, all right, this is, this is the reality of our situations right now. And you know, we should just work on some stuff for us. So we don't have to like worry about having all these people in the rooms or worry about mm -hmm. what they're going to be able to follow up with or, you know, cause like people and artists are already really hard to deal with. Now imagine having to deal with them with the pandemic and they, no one knows what's going on. You know, it's like, it's like, it's another hassle of like, fuck it. We should just do this for ourselves first and, you know, help other people when we can later. But like right now, it's just like, this can be the easiest rite of passage for us. So then we, you know, finish the album 2019 or finished the album 2021 and yeah released it 2022 the very beginning of the year yeah it's awesome i mean it looks like i mean i i listened to it a few times recently um just obviously to catch up and i mean it's really good i mean i, I like it's good vibes i think it's a really complete album i think it does exactly what i think it did exactly what you guys wanted it to do it's like nice i mean that's the first full album you guys do you guys do a lot of singles with other other people but um this is kind of the first full album, right? 
This yeah. is the first album that we put our name on and uh, wanted to put out because it was like our baby, you know. Uh, we've done a second project with that we released as well with this artist named Nova. Yeah. Um, that we was an EP called Fortune Tyler that we dropped this summer. And then we have done a lot of other albums and EPs for people and you know, different artists, but uh, just like producing wise and just keeping it under our production versus um, Yellow Trash Can. But yeah, that album we did with him was like, yeah, let's take all of our musical influence and just take all your vocals and build something in between versus like, we'll build, make an album for you that's like suited to you. This was like very like, you know, it's suited to us and then suited to you. More collaborative, yeah. Very collaborative, yeah. And the other ones, like a lot of the other projects, like I think we've done four, five other EPs this year besides those two. Um they're all really good too and definitely like collaborative but they're very mainly like you know let's build around this artist and build around their their thing yeah. are you uh you're still recording okay cool yeah, yeah we, we should, should be good, good. <clears throat> so why don't um so as far as the album goes which which song do you guys want to shout out for what you know give us a reason behind it which one which one you really liking and uh more one that maybe gets overlooked that you just be like this song needs more fucking hype because it's way better than people yeah for me it's fuck yeah um yeah definitely that's a good one fu- I think Fuck Yeah definitely has like the most. Yeah, Fuck Yeah is definitely the standout. Yeah, it just stood out to me like the, that nostalgic feeling of resonance that I was talking about, about earlier about just like different musical points and stuff. I think we really hit that um, and really hit that feeling. And it just seems like, you know, rainy Seattle, rainy Portland, like you're just walking through the city and like that's just like what's happening. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. I don't know. The other records are really good. Don't tell me what to do. Amazing record. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing record. But the and the yeah, yeah, yeah is honestly probably my my uh, second or third. Like, don't tell me what to do. And the yeah, 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 are like right there in the same pocket for me. Yeah. But I'd say fuck yeah first, and then those two. How about you, Jit? Same. Absolutely same. Yeah. Same exact. Yeah. Yeah. No, no that makes sense. Those ones stood out. You know, the other ones are really good too. And I actually, uh, you know, I. I I like to listen to it every once in a while because I listen to it way too much. Obviously, both things are making it. Um, but I just re-listened to it again, not that, like maybe a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I've been listening to it a lot lately because I've been making memes with it. But yeah, going through and there's there's some other, like Showed Off is really cool and Pretty is really cool. Like as far as like sound curation, I think those two are the most like mm-hmm. futuristic-y kind of sounds and like have the most like electrifying. I like uh, I like My Girl Trans a lot too. Yeah. Oh, same with that one. Honestly, that's yeah, Like that one? Yeah. Yeah, that's really that good. One of my favorite ones. Um, it's, it's cool so, working with artists that don't give a fuck, and they yeah. really are truly themselves. And like, uh, so many producers have egos or this whole agenda and this and that. We love working with anyone that fully can fully express themselves as long as they hate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was like. It was just a great example. I was like, yeah, man, these guys are just like, you guys produce what is, you know, you guys and you guys are ready to like, I mean, th- this album, I think is a great, I guess, debut album. You could call it, even though you guys produce a bunch of other stuff, but this is a full, full package this is, thing. Yeah. This is our this debut is it, for sure. Which is sick. And that's how I was like, I mean, you guys are only two, you know, a COVID baby, two years old now, you know, or, you know, coming on the third. So you guys are just getting started, which is incredible. I'm excited to see, you know, where you guys are, where you guys are headed to, you know? Yeah. Cause a lot of good shit. Um, I think one, yeah, I think one last question, um, that I had was, you know, I, we like going love live music as a staple with the, uh, the genre that we love and 
creates a lot of memories. Um, have you guys played any live shows? And are you guys planning on doing, like, are you guys going to incorporate that a ton moving forward? Or, you know, what, what, can, we, what can we look forward to? Because that's important to me. I, we were just in L.A. a couple of weeks ago. We should have we linked up there. But, man, if we could come out and see you guys, do, you know, uh, play a set, that would be dope. We're, um, we are working on getting together a whole bunch of gigs and um, shows, like, you know, every so, you know, every few months in Portland is gathering all the musicians that we work with and everybody in the family together and just, like, have a great time and just have a jam set, document it, have people come out, all that stuff. Yeah. Our first show, we only had one show, was virtual. It's for Berkeley University um, when they graduated during the COVID because we are COVID babies, like you said. So mm-hmm. um, we got to perform um, in Minecraft in VR in front of a <laughs> graduating class. There's like it was like 300,000 people joining. Even my little too. brother was, was there. It was really cool. And it's an experience because like we're in this new world where it's like we're inside. All of a sudden technology is in front of everybody who never actually had to use it. And wow, we get to be a part of this dope new thing and it was fun shout out little b he was there it was great it was a great time you should have been there why weren't dude. you there well yeah, it's dude. a good question dude it went right it slipped through yeah, yeah. Dude. you guys <laughs> you got a well, concert you guys, in your house dude yeah oh man and it's funny we did um when we when covid happened we did a shutdown series shutdown shows where we had um Every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we had bands submit like a 30 minute live set and we posted it on like IGTV. And so we didn't have you guys on there for whatever reason. We, you, we could have put you guys playing. Like we have like some really cool videos that some that was like the coolest thing we've ever done, honestly. And then probably this podcast, but we did like, we, like, <laughs> we're, we were consistent for like three months. We had like, I don't know, like 30 bands like send in stuff. And because they could, oh, all their shit got shut down. You know, I mean, that was they like 30 hours, 30 hours lot. of content. A lot of stuff, yeah, man. It was it was good. Some people did some really like one band did this. They did like a Zoom Zoom performance with the four of them because they were in in Brooklyn, New York, and they literally couldn't get together. Um, and then some other people, you know, they obviously had like two people from the band were able to get together and make a small set. So there's some really cool stuff. So maybe we can do that with you guys still if you guys want to. We can put something, make a little. Make a, yeah, get we, a can, good we can live we can record a live little jam sesh for you and give it to y'all. You know, yeah. I think it's I think it's necessary. Yeah, we should make a a couple of reels for them that are just live performance style stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. modest Dilla and then like two other random ones type shit. Yeah, or covers to some stuff that people would like under their pitch. And if you guys get like if you guys do put on those shows and get really good um you know, video, which I know you guys will because that's what that's what you guys do. You get good it's good you know creation and whatnot oh, yeah we're gonna love... like you know random people in the audience and we're yes. gonna them the whole time and we're gonna give them a we're gonna have them narrate the whole thing that's what i'm saying dude like that's and that's and that's the unique no one exactly and you know you'd be surprised we get you know the amount of videos we get it's like it's like the band playing like kind of different views and kind of cut up and like it's so much better if it's an actual live performance that you're videoing and then you i don't know i i have i have a a you know, creative side in mind to, you know, filming and whatnot. I took a few classes in high school and I feel like, you know, that's just, I had to, I pursued athletics instead of the music. I was a drummer as well. I drummed in a band all through high school with our producer, Drew. And so So I've had, yeah, so I've had a lot of good, yeah, exactly. I've had a lot of good, like live music experiences and whatnot. And I love that. Like, I love that so much. I just had to, I have, I'm pursuing what I'm pursuing now and it'll, it'll come back. So, um, but yeah, that's why I appreciate 
I appreciate the creative, like, just think a little bit outside the box. Like, don't just send me, a, you know, don't just send us a video and saying that you guys are bringing back grunge. Like, send yeah. a video, send a video of, of yeah, like, Dude, I can't, the I people. literally cannot wait to send you a video now that says we're bringing back he grunge. He just, we're <laughs> bringing back grunge. <laughs> Yeah, like we're we're, we're it's, it can't die. We're not gonna let it die. Like we'll let this die. <laughs> oh my gosh! So then like, how y'all do in Seattle? They're like my, our influences. Like we're a combination of the Foo Fighters, you know, Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana, and Pearl Jam. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I bet, I bet. Like we're like we're like we're a combination of my girls trans and everything is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Seriously. Um, well, yeah. If you guys have anything else on the radar, you want to shout out or you want to, you know, bring into the fold to make sure the people know, uh, do that now. New music. Expect more yeah. projects produced by us. Um, expect more content. Expect music videos. Expect DMs. Expect, expect to see a lot more. Expect a lot more of us. Expect me. Yeah, say, expect you seeing me as a child on a Mitt Romney, or uh, <laughs> you know, uh, commercial, and he's kissing me as a baby. Yeah, there. Expect that. It's coming. Expect it. <laughs> and also follow us at Yellow Trash Can underscore, please. Yeah, yes. everywhere Yellow Trash Can. Uh, yeah, I'd say expect that other album. Uh, everything is fake, and then uh, we have a. A two song little thing we're dropping um two songs one called issues the other one's called boy needs therapy it'll be paired together uh these are cool sounds uh, yeah really interesting i'm pretty excited for them um awesome. yeah just more music man way more music expect like some crazy ass ass records to come out that we produce i'm excited yeah we're really pushing our uh, talents and boundaries and the sonics with uh, what we're doing right now and we're excited we're so Dude. excited for the world to hear it and expect us to bring grunge back, you know, because that's, that's right. the only reason we do this. That's right. Well, it's good. We need, we, yeah, we need some people to keep it, keep grunge alive. That's what they always say. <laughs> but but to, the alive, viewers, to the viewers, do expect more artists like us dabbling and using this um, genre that we all love as a palette and as a yeah. color and sprinkling it into our music. All jokes aside. I love really. it love it like love that this music was so powerful it could sprinkle into other genres and can be something so like you know just just, just accept that accept mm -hmm. it yeah don't expect it both accept and expect um but yeah honestly yeah really listen if you're still listening thank you thank you for following along and and hearing you know this wonderful podcast um i know it was a little different but that's exactly what i think we're all trying to do is, is to show that you know, the influence and the inspiration uh, is endless. You know, it goes, it goes to many, has you know, many different tributaries, beautiful music and in and, and so many different ways. And um, like you said, yeah, we're all reading different books. I, I love it, dude. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, dude, that's kind of, that's, that's kind of Chris, wherever you are. Yeah. Chris, yeah. appreciate Chris. you, Mr. Ghost Man, copping in and out, we, you know. Yeah. All the we'll, words were beautiful while they were there. Yeah. <laughs> Drew, our producer, he's gonna we're gonna send it all over to him. He's gonna he'll be able to hopefully he'll be able to patch this back together, get the Chris's because I'm you know, it's gonna be from different places. So 
Heck yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, Drew. Thank you, Drew. We love you. You, just, get, uh, yeah. you, just, you just give Drew some footage of, uh, of uh, you know, just Chris ch- just chilling, nothing going on, and just going like this, and it's not in his head, and you can just place it in the parts where he's not there. Yes. You know, so it looks like he's just still listening. And he's he's, that that he's, picture of him. Yeah. Or like, or he's kind of like back there like this, just spinning around. He's in, t- he's in T-pose. He's like the AI. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. It's just full T. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then if uh, usually we do like, well, we kind of already talked about it, but maybe we can, uh, maybe we can put uh, put a little soundbite of some of you guys' music at the end of it to kind of you know fade out, fade out for the episode. Absolutely. Um, no, nah, but yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on and, and being flexible with us. You know, even though we we pushed it back, and the same thing happened anyway, where the internet crashed. But that's just how it goes. So, uh, thanks for having us. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, but, open, being but, open to have oh, us, yeah. yeah no no doubt man and for sure like if you guys have some if you get some good like stuff dude send it over and we'll do our best to you know post it um because at this point like i mean we we'll post anything we don't care people get mad at anything we post and you know i'd rather post stuff that i like you know we get so many people asking us to post their stuff and it's like I don't want to, but I want to. I, I want to post you guys. So. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, we appreciate yeah, that. We appreciate sure. that. Yeah, we'll, we'll make work sure on it's very brandable for y'all. We'll get it all nice. Yeah, we'll work on some more content for you guys too, like that one we did, or different. Uh, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? How we yeah. That. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, we'll do, we'll get some projects going. So, um, fuck yeah, dude! I'm excited. I'm glad. I'm glad it worked out. So, fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> Ethan, you have a good night, dude. Cheers. Yeah, yeah you Chris too. Later. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell him. I'll, I'll pass the message along. Hey, Chris, I'll see you later, bud. Yeah, see you, yeah. Chris. See you, Chris. See you, Drew. There you have it. Jason and Jitta of Yellow Trash Can. Um, I was very... Uh, I, I really enjoyed that uh, that conversation, at least the uh, the parts of it I was present for. Uh, as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I was going through, uh, you know, hell and high water to to stay connected to that. But um, yeah, man, I I really like those guys. I really dig what they're doing, and um, they're so young too, and they're so passionate. So it's just like it's always exciting just to be able to think about all of the work that's going to come from them and all of the things yeah. that as fans of music and art that they're going to create out of thin air and they're going to bring it to us and we're going to be able to enjoy it. That's always um, a really exciting prospect. And uh, these two guys, as you said, you know, some of my, uh, you know, some of your favorites on, on the whole gram, there's some of my favorites too. And uh, even more so after getting to talk with them. Yeah. And I think that, as you said, they're young. I mean, that first album, Everything is Trash, with I Love McConan, is a killer debut album. I mean, it's perfect. It's a good length. It's not too long, and it is well done. And they did a, they did a great job. And like, I'm I'm really excited. I know they have another album coming out, and then a third to uh, what is like a trilogy, I believe they said in the podcast. So, um, yeah, like it's just gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool to follow along. And like I said, that album is uh, really fun to li- fun listen. It's got some good stuff, and um, you know we'll be hearing a little bit more of it at the end of the episode, I think. Absolutely, yeah. And if you uh, if if you're one of those people that uh, you know refuses to venture outside of the world of guitar driven music, uh, I would challenge you to listen to that album. Everything is trash. Um, you know, as we spoke about, they have a lot of common influences of everybody that listens to this podcast here. So. 
Um, you know, that's what it's all about, you know, just getting out of your comfort zone a little bit and listening to things that challenge you. And, um, you know, it couldn't come from two cooler dudes, two more creative dudes, two nicer dudes. So and that's that's what it's all about. It's just guys being dudes making making art for all of us to enjoy. And, uh, right. you know, that's that's what I'm here for, at least. Absolutely. Um, so the last thing that we have to do for the episode is songs of the week. So, uh, Chris, why don't you go first for this one? Absolutely. So um, this episode is going to be released on November the 7th, and um, that's very important. And uh, my, that date informs my song of the week choice um, in a very specific and profound manner. Um, for those of you who don't know, on November 10th, 1975, um, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald um, occurred. And uh, that is the namesake of the famous Gordon Lightfoot song, um, which is, you know, it's incredibly important. It's the great, you know, Canadian legend, Gordon Lightfoot. And, uh, the song is just a complete ripper. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, inc- it's incredible. Um, like there's one lyric and it's like, does anyone know where the love of God goes when the waves turn the minutes to hours? I mean, that is, that is some, that is some heavy shit. Um, you know, so with respect to the Edmund Fitzgerald, uh, my song of the week is going to be the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald by Gordon Lightfoot. So I'm really, really happy about that. <laughs> That's <laughs> so amazing. Chris, I feel a, I feel a solemn, solemn need and a, and a duty to, to, to commemorate that here today. So happy to do that. What about you, Ethan? Yeah, I love it. Before we uh, did the episode, I was like, yeah, let's just, so what we're going to do is we've done this with a few of our artists. And we want to do this is kind of finish the episode playing one of their songs. And I think I said it could be a combined song of the week, but uh, Chris was like, I have a song that I really want to... Not wanna- so fast there, <laughs> yeah, Shalloway. Said, Not this time. <laughs> and uh, he made a point to uh, that we had to bring up old Gordon Lightfoot. So uh, yeah. that's a great one. Um, that's a deser- well-deserving... Uh, w- yeah. Most deserving to be on the list or however you want to say it. But for my yeah. song and how we're going to send off this episode is going to be from our friends of Yellow Trash Can. It's going to be off their debut album, Everything is Trash. And is the song "Fuck Yeah," and it's good. Like they said, it kind of enters in with some some drums, some kind of echoing drums in the back, kind of like a, definitely the most you know gives you, I guess, a '90s feel. You know, they're talking about they they said this one was influenced the most probably, and it had it has the vibes that you want, and it's just a really good song. And I'm excited. Um, it's a perfect song to send the episode off. So, without further ado. Uh, Chris, if you have anything else to say, say it now, but, um, please en- roll it. Fuck ple- yeah. Yellow yeah, trash can. Please enjoy. Fuck yeah. By yellow trash can. And we'll see you guys same time, same place next week. Rock and roll guys. Rock and roll. Yeah. 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 I just want to. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah
yeah I was down on my luck, yeah, luck, yeah Now I'm going back up, yeah, up, yeah Going back up, yeah, up, yeah So I wanna scream, fuck, yeah, fuck, yeah I was down on my Now I'm going back Now I'm going back So I wanna scream, fuck, yeah I just wanna scream, fuck, yeah I just wanna scream fuck 